people would get into the pool. And at one point I looked over at the sign. It said maximum occupancy for the 14. pool was 14. <laughs> and there must have been 240 people. <laughs> I called it swinger soup. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey, hotties. I'm Ams. And I'm Kat. And we're the two hot wives. Tonight we're talking about the Bliss Cruise. Pretty what, amazing. What a crazy, awesome experience. So much different than I thought. Me too. I was thinking it was just going to be a bigger version of Desire. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So we had a great time. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Like, just to start off, we had a great time. I'm sure we're going to go into some things that you'll be like, what the fuck? But you're all going to benefit from the fact that we did it first. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I don't know about you, it took a little bit for me to get like used to it in in the groove. Totally. It's almost like speaking a different language. Mm -hmm. We're going to go into all of that. But needless to say, we liked it so much that we have booked we in did. for 2022. So we are hoping that all of you will come out and join us on the Bliss Cruise in November. What is it? November 13th? 13th through the 20th. That's right. Of 2022. There will be links in our show notes. There are very want. few cabins left. There are still availability. There is, but, but, but fast. It's, it's limited. Yeah. Oh, and happy fucking new year. <laughs> because by the time this comes out, that's right. we it'll, will be in 2022. It'll be January. Yeah. So cheers. Happy new years. Ams, this is our last episode of season two. Yes, it is. I can't believe we have two full seasons already. No, I feel like we're kind of legit. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been amazing. We have seen so much more engagement from our listeners. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. Yes. Right? You know, even if nobody listened to us, yeah, this yeah. has been... It's been good for us. <laughs> it's like my sex life is way better off the hook. Yeah. So after this episode, we're taking about a three month break from our regular episodes. We'll be posting bonus episodes during that time. And, and these bonus episodes are sort of off the format, the regular yeah. format that we do. They're more topic kind of what do you think about this or that not experiential, right? Yeah. yeah. So you can check out all of our bonus content right now on our website by saying it's already up. up. But we'll be posting that bonus content during the break and just taking a little time to relax. Breathe. Just a, just a smidge. I can't believe what a full-time job this has become. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a labor of love. It's but been it's fun, a though. shit ton of work. Yeah. So we're going to take a, a few months off and then we'll come back with season three. I am so excited. I can't um, believe there's more topics to yeah. tackle. There's so many good topics. And by the way, if there are any topics that you want us to consider, oh, now yeah. is a great time to send us an email, to send us a DM on Twitter, to post, you know, a mention to us on Twitter, on Instagram. We've and been known to use a suggestion as oh, a main absolutely. topic. Yeah. We do this for you guys and our sex lives. So if there's Well, we don't we don't know what we don't know. If there's something out there that we haven't even thought of, yeah. that makes it even more fun. 
That's right. We're trying to explore things that we don't have a whole lot of prior experience on. So let us know. Send us an email. Send us a voicemail. We would love to hear from you. So we have some very cool other events happening in 2022. Right. We have PCAP coming up, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Podcast Palooza, June 3rd through 6th in Palm Springs. Yeah. You know, we have to do a seminar. We do. We're going to have to think of something interesting to talk about. Maybe our listeners could give us some ideas. Yeah. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you want to learn from us? Not that we're experts, but we have a lot of sex. (laughs) We're willing to do the research. Yes, that's right. That's right. In the last podcast of Palooza, we did a seminar on turbocharging her pleasure on a play date, which was great. All about the female perspective on experiences, which is really what our whole podcast is about, right? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if you have other thoughts on what we should discuss, we'd love to hear it. We're gonna Female-centric, of course. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, we're not going <laughs> to... Well, I don't know. We do have thoughts on things like dick management, but it's... Maybe That's not. an episode for season three. That might be a season three. Episode, We're totally have sure. to do that for season three. I think so. There's Maybe so it's much a bonus. I'm not sure, but yeah. female perspective on dick management. Yeah. No, it's, it's, totally it is it is kind of a female issue as well. It's sure. A, it's, a, it's a shared responsibility. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. So anyway, PCAP. <laughs> right. And then and Desire. Desire in J- July 28th. Through, through August, August 3rd. 3rd? August 2nd. Okay. It's six nights. Okay. All Is right. That? Well, it says August 2nd on our website, but I can fix that if it's incorrect. <laughs> in any event, to see the events that we're going to be attending in 2022, you can check out the events page on our website. We'll be adding more as we get into the year. All right, Kat, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking the White Cranberry Smash. It's gorgeous. And it's less caloric. <laughs> than a lot of the ones than, we make. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So it's gin with white cranberry juice and club soda. Yeah. And I figured out how to do the little sprig with the cranberries. And I'm going to write that all on the website so that everybody knows how to do it. It's a very Instagrammable drink. (laughs) If that's your thing. (laughs) It's yummy. We've had a couple already. (laughs) We're not overly tipsy, though. No. No? No. Pretty pretty sober. I could pass a sobriety test. Me too. Good. Yeah, because it's only our first one. Yeah, it's not too bad. But we're in a festive mood Mm -hmm. because it's close to Christmas. Even though this episode comes out in January, we are doing it pre-Christmas. Yeah, we we need to get the episode in before we go off on our amazing holiday plans. We have no plans. Oh, well, we have Actually, that's really awesome because, you know, Christmas Day, uh, we'll have a little bit of plans in the morning and then we're going to stay in our jammies, watch Die Hard and have sushi. (laughs) You know, we're going to order in sushi. There are two types of people in this world. Those who think Die Hard is a Christmas movie and those that are wrong. Totally a Christmas movie. Those that are wrong. You're right. (laughs) All right. And with our cocktails, we need some hot tails. Miss Cat, what is your hot tail for tonight? My hot tail is about Mr. Cat's birthday. <gasps> that was really <laughs> fucking hot. So what's fun about this hot tail is we get to tell it together. 
Sure. Yeah. yeah right. Because you were there. I was there. I was an active and willing participant. Mr. Cat's birthday is very close to Christmas. Mm -hmm. He ends up getting a little overlooked, but he never complains. No. And I try so hard to make his birthday special, but it's hard. Yeah. And he's so understanding and shame on me for counting on that, right? Yeah. But this year, I truly surprised him. Yes. yes, I did. did. He actually said to me that this was the first time he'd ever been surprised for his birthday. Oh. He'd never had a a surprise birthday party growing up. And I suppose I had never set up a surprise party. And it wasn't really a surprise party, but it was a surprise for sure. The event was a surprise. Mm -hmm. So we had plans with our favorite unicorn for just a regular Tuesday night, fun night with the three of us. And I thought, you know, I'm going to take advantage of this and make this his birthday present. So you and I have both got to experience the massage. The special massage. The special erotic sensual massage, right? But the guys have not experienced that yet. No. So I thought, what better occasion than on his birthday? And I'm not going to tell him about it. (laughs) So we were going to meet our favorite unicorn for dinner. And I invited you and Mr. Ams to join us. And he did not know you guys would be coming. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because we didn't find out until the weekend, like three or four mm-hmm. days before we were getting together. Well, I kind of thought of it three or four days ahead. Got it, got it, got it. And I got a massage table and the table warmer and all of the stuff that we needed. Beautiful hotel suite. Beautiful hotel suite. And I, I went there ahead of time and set everything up by myself. Yeah. What was that like checking in with like all the staff and (laughs) so the guy at the desk was really nice. I just said, Oh, it's my husband's birthday. He's like, Oh, that's so great. And I knew I was going to be bringing in like a massage table and all this stuff. So I was like, Yeah, I'm planning a little massage for him. We're gonna have some dinner. And he's like, That's so nice. And he set everything up. He had no idea. And then I I went to the room and I started bringing things in from the car. And I was like bringing in this heavy massage table. Big heavy massage table, yeah. And then our sweet unicorn showed up and she was like helping me with stuff, getting everything set up in the room. And the two of us came down together and I was like, where's this restaurant? We were supposed to go to a restaurant in that same area. And we had like 10 minutes to get there because the reservation was only being held for 10 minutes. And with all the traffic and the craziness of a Tuesday, getting the room set up in time and trying to get to the reservation in time. And it was kind of an early reservation. It was 630. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean... I loved I you that it was an early reservation because I'm secretly like a 65-year-old curmudgeon old man. So I'm like, let's eat at 6.30. That's awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. I yeah. thought 6.30 will work. But it was a struggle to get it all together in time. So we rushed down there to meet him for dinner. He's just going to meet us because he's mm-hmm. coming straight from work. So he comes in and and the three of you come in kind of together and uh, Unicorn and I are there already. And what a fun dinner. Oh, it was super fun. It was like sushi and Japanese barbecue. Yeah, it was was great. It's a little bit interactive. Yeah, you kind of grill the food right there at the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And we kept him guessing because I really didn't tell him what was going on. And I thought he probably is a little bit like, wah, wah, what's going on? Right. <laughs> right. Well, I know he thought that you and our unicorn friend were going to play. He thought right. that he was in for a threesome, but, which right. is, I mean, already. But then he may have thought like, oh, well, yeah, now this maybe. is just a birthday present. That's right. A birthday maybe. party. 
<laughs> Maybe it's we're just, just going to have dinner. Now yeah. what? Yeah, you're right. He might have felt really disappointed. In I that don't moment. know, though. In his head, he had to know oh. that I wouldn't have traded that for just dinner. Right, right, right. So, yeah, we had a great dinner. And then I think when the drinks came and we cheers to his birthday, mm-hmm. then I let him in on the secret. Mr. Ams is not sticking around. No. He's just here to wish you a happy birthday. Yes. And shout out to Mr. Ams for being such Very a good sweet. friend. Showing up to dinner and then Knowing leaving. he wasn't going to get to participate in That's the rest right. of the evening. That's right. Very sweet. Yeah. So yeah, when we let him know what was going to happen, I think mm-hmm. he was really excited. Do you remember what you told him that we're all going upstairs when this is done? Yeah, I think I just said, so I don't know if you know what's in store for you tonight, but you are going to have a erotic massage with the three of us women massaging you. And Mr. Ams is going to go home. (laughs) That's right. And he was like, oh, okay. So when we did the massage, you did it for me for my birthday. I did it for you for your birthday. We had the guys dress up in like a little massage outfit. Yeah. Yeah. But this time- That was our fantasy, right? Right. So what would his fantasy be? We ended up wearing like black lingerie and black thigh highs, which- He loves- Really, like the sexy witches of Eastwick was very. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we looked fucking hot. We, I gotta we say. Did. We did. Yeah. So we all, yeah, go up to the room. Actually, Mr. Ams and Mr. Cat had like one more drink downstairs so we could go up to the room and make sure we had a little set up. extra things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had little twinkle lights and candles. We had the music playing. You mixed up some drinks. So everything was ready for when he walked in the door. And we hurriedly got into or out of clothes, whatever <gasps> right. was necessary. So that when we opened the door, we were ready to go. That's right. So he walked into the door to three... <laughs> Very beautiful women in black, black lingerie. lingerie and thigh highs. Right. We did take off our heels, though, because I'm not wearing I, heels to get I had my heels on. Oh, well. I wore my boots. No, I didn't take Are oh. you sure you didn't have them? I took my heels off because <laughs> actually the restaurant was a bit of a walk oh, that's to right. the hotel that's right. in the cold. I'm like, fuck these shoes. I'm not putting them back on. And I had actually brought Uggs and left them in the car. And then, of course, Mr. Ams went home and I was like, Damn it. You're going to have to walk back to the car. No, I'm sorry, Ams. Uggs are not sexy. No, they're not. (laughs) Not They were for post-play. I wasn't going to wear the Uggs during play. Do you mind if I keep my Uggs on? (laughs) He probably wouldn't have cared, really. (laughs) That's true. There was a lot going on. But his face coming in the door was like incredible smile. He was really, really blown away, I think. Yeah. So you you led him to the massage table. Mm-hmm. Well, I let him go to the restroom and take off yeah. all his clothes. Did you? Because I remember at one point I got down on my knees and I undid his belt buckle oh. and pulled his pants down. Well, maybe we helped him get undressed then. Yeah. I think you did give him like a human moment <laughs> before we undressed him. But yeah. no, I remember undressing him. And then letting him get on the table mm-hmm. under the blankets and we, or it's like a sheet. Yeah. And we were rubbing him all six, six all, hands, with all the three sheet of us, on rubbing him. over the sheet. Which was really cool. I mean, I would have found that super sexy. Yeah. We were keeping it kind of professional at first. Like, well, I think the anticipation of what was going to happen yeah. is pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. And when the sheet is over you and you're thinking like, when are they going to take this sheet off? Yeah. It builds. Yeah. So we finally sort of started to get rid of the sheet and we're rubbing him down. And I remember looking at the two of you just 
taking care of him and really into what you were doing. And I thought, this is the best thing ever. It made me so happy. Not just that you guys were there to help me like rub him down and make him feel good, but that I could see how into it you both were and how much you cared about him and wanted him to feel good too. So like, I don't want to (laughs) cry, but it made me feel so happy. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face. It's like this incredibly sexy thing is happening, but I just feel so lucky that I have a couple of girlfriends who love my guy and really want to make him feel good. It was super sensual. Giving someone else pleasure can be fun. You can feel compersion. But I actually felt very sensual doing it. And at one point, we were mouthing stuff to each other a lot when he was especially face down. Mm -hmm. And at one point, you were kind of like, try to move at the same time to the unicorn and I. And so we were working his legs up and down. And I'm kind of trying to follow her movement. And she's following my movement. And it felt a little bit like sexy Ouija board. It was you know, great. Where, to, it was great to watch. Yeah. Where we're, we're moving together, but it didn't feel like one person was leading and one person was following it. It kind of just felt- No, if one of you changed direction and the other just followed. Yeah. It was great. That was very cool. It was very central. We probably did the massage for 30 minutes. Yeah. And then we all moved to the bed. And yeah. I was And then crazy. it crossed my mind that, oh my gosh, he has three women. I know. <laughs> That's it a is. lot of pressure. <laughs> it is. It is. And yeah. But he didn't seem to be phased by it at all. No. Many times you were telling him, babe, you just can relax and, and we'll do all the work. But that's not his ethos. No. <laughs> so he would do that for like a minute or two. And then he was he was giving us all kind of one-on-one attention. Yeah. Which was nice. It was great. <laughs> it was it was super fun. It was super sensual. It is interesting being three women and one guy. There are times where you're like, there's not much for, for me, me to, to do. <laughs> At one point, I think he was with our unicorn friend and I started like breaking out into a dance party with you in the corner. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah. And at one point I sat at the corner of the bed and I was watching him. I can't remember if it was with you or with our unicorn friend. I just started touching myself, but sitting Um, in a way that you could see. He told me about that later. Because of course I got the whole, his 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 perspective perspective, and he remembered that. He loved that. I was like, if I'm just going to sit around and watch, I should... I should make put on a show for, for him. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. So that was that was kind of fun. And uh, you know, we had the the twinkle lights and mm-hmm. and the galaxy light on. Did we have- yeah, he loved it all. Yeah. The music the music playing. playing bonobos. I love that. Bonobos soundtrack. radio. It's yeah. great. We should add a couple more playlists to, to the we just posted Over the on break. our website a list that our friend Eliza from Interested in Sex had a shortened list of, mm-hmm. of her favorite Spotify like sexy time playlist but we should add a couple more over oh the we're break. totally going to over the break yeah. so that was a very hot night i mean yeah. it was super hot for me but i can't even imagine how crazy mind-blowing it was for Mr. he's still Cat. talking about it yeah i have more best wife ever points yeah than i can ever even hope to spend it's like he's gonna be 85 years old one day and be like yeah telling his grandchildren <laughs> children let me tell you tell you about my time with three ladies. <laughs> he might not wait till he's 85. That's true. <laughs> well, you get to a, a certain age and you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm mm. going to tell everybody yeah. everything. But yeah, no, maybe may sooner than 85. Oh my God. It was awesome. <laughs> it was yeah. a really fun experience. 
I think he will never forget it. Oof. Very fun. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, let's take a little <sighs> break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about our experience on the Bliss Cruise. And we're back. Bliss Cruise. The Bliss Cruise. It was an epic experience. It was totally different than what I expected. But let's start from like first impressions, getting in line to check in at the cruise. What did you think when you're like looking at all the people up and down the line to get into the dock? I loved seeing all the t-shirts that people oh my were wearing. God, the t-shirts were hilarious. They were so funny. Do you remember any of I them? I remember one, the guy had a, a t-shirt and it was like all aboard, like up and- Oh, a two-seater. Two-seater. Two-seater yeah, with he an had arrow an arrow up, up and, and an down. arrow down. Yeah. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there was a lot like good at sharing. <laughs> what else did I see? Well, Mr. Ams had his vanilla, vanilla is, is for, for ice cream, cream shirt, which mm-hmm. I love. And you did see- As we spoke about in the last episode, people of all different demographics, young people, old people. It looked like a regular cruise. Yeah. Without kids. Without kids. That's right. It was just pretty much a straight up slice of Americana. And there were a few people from other countries as well, but it was mostly Americans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody was super nice. Everybody was super friendly. There was a lot more talking in line and meeting people in line than you would see at your regular cruise. But I would say it skewed a little bit older, as you would expect on a cruise, right? Because it's not cheap. So older people. Seems like every vacation we go on, though, it skews a little older. It's probably the same reasoning. Yeah. So if I were to guess median age, I would say maybe 50. Yeah. Mid 50, something like that. Yeah. So we get on board the ship. So both of us had been on this ship before. Right. And it's gorgeous. I mean, it's it's beautiful. You walk into the promenade level. There's shops everywhere. There's restaurants everywhere. And there were kiosks of people who were sponsoring the ship. So there's quite a lot of travel agents. And our travel agent was there. Yep. The SwingerCruise.com. And we helped them make necklaces. We did. We did our part. We were making little tag necklaces. So it was a way to kind of communicate what you were potentially looking for. So there was a newbie tag. There was a into girls tag. There was an anything goes, hall pass, Kinky. kinky, that kind of thing. So it was really popular. We were there for about an hour and a half. Yeah, it was a great opportunity necklaces. to engage with people. Yeah. And we were able to give out our magnets. We had some magnets to made. decorate the doors. Yep. That was fun. Yeah. So, so that was great. We got to meet uh, Miss Lynn live and Brian, who were both super helpful on the whole mm-hmm. ship. There were social groups like Cassidy and I think SLS, SLS was definitely there. They were giving mm-hmm. out little T-shirts. So, you know, a lot of people who are sex positive lifestyle space were representing, you know, their brands, their services, right. which was very cool. We walked around the ship and got acclimated. We got into our rooms really easy. We got our bags really easy. I don't know if we got acclimated. No, that's fair. It was huge. This ship was so big. I felt a little overwhelmed by how sure. big the ship was. Well, and I think, you know, one thing that we did on the first day, instead of like going to the big lunch at the buffet, 
we just got drinks in the little Central Park mm-hmm. area to wait for, you know, until we could get into our room. When we met with uh, Tiff, Tiff and, and Rachel's Rachel. big group that they had assembled. And wow, what a great group of people, because I think this trip would have been totally different without them. For sure. They were the most friendly, welcoming people you could possibly meet. We actually got a chance to meet with them the day before we went over to Tiff and Rachel's house. And I felt completely a part of their group. That was great because what I noticed is that there were a lot of groups. Yeah, People put together their people to yeah. go on this trip. And so you saw a lot of People hanging out together. Everyone had like a group of 20 or a group of 10 or whatever with them. Nobody was on that trip by themselves, at least not that I encountered. I think the majority of people did come with at least one friend or knowing, you know, at least one friend. And that was a little challenging to navigate into those cliques for sure. You know, I say this knowing that the four of us often come across as a clique. Somebody used the term force field. So we have a little bit of a force (laughs) field around us. We try not to. We try not to. really hard not to do that. We love to have people come up and talk with us. Well, and at Desire, for instance, you guys go off and do your thing and we kind of go off and do our thing and we meet different people. And I don't feel like we come across that way. But on this ship, you know, it was so overwhelming. I think we kind of like... Come here. Huddled together. Let's let's cling to each other. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It just seems natural. Yeah. And look, I do recommend going with a little bit of a friend group. I think that makes it better. Now, they did have a ton of meet Meet and greet opportunities. They actually had a meet and greet for anything you could imagine. That's right. That's right. (laughs) There was like over 45, under 40, Mm -hmm. uh, silver swingers. Yes. Not a swinger meet and greet. Like if you're there and you're not looking to play, you just want to hang out with people. Yeah. There was a group of over 65 swingers, but I think they said they weren't checking IDs. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. Well, that was an invitation to a cabin play party for 65 and older. (gasps) But don't worry, they're not going to check IDs. There were so many different parties, just private parties going on in people's cabins. And I mean, you could find anything. Really anything you wanted. Oh, yeah. Everything was available. It's just because there were so many things available, it was hard to find sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if you're proactive, it was all out there. Yeah. I mean, you could find anything you were looking for. If you have a kink and you're into it, it would be represented there for sure. So, yeah, that was sort of initial impressions of the ship, of the people. Everyone was super nice, but it was way more clicky. Mm-hmm. And harder to connect with people than prior lifestyle experiences. There was a, a really good looking guy that I thought I was connecting with and he was making eye contact and he was flirting back with me, but he wasn't really. This is a- the Viking. Yeah. Yeah. So really tall guy, kind of salt and pepper hair, ice blue Super eyes, good looking. Like tribal tats Mm -hmm. on one shoulder. Yeah, he was a very handsome guy. Yeah. But he was like staring off broodingly into the sunset all the time. And he would like make eye contact with me, but I was making all the conversation. Yeah. I was doing all the things and I could tell that he was interested, but he wasn't giving me back that excitement and that sort of like more obvious flirting with me. I don't don't 
no. And I just was like, okay, I'm done here. Yeah. As much as I was turned on by him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't go there because he wasn't engaging with me yeah. that much. So I learned that it's not so much a big personality that I'm interested in, but I like a guy who lets me know that he's interested and meets me right there with the same enthusiasm that I am bringing. Yeah. That makes sense. So something I learned is good. Good. Yeah. All right. So walk me through typical morning activities. What was happening on the ship? No morning activities. Yeah, that's right. Are you kidding? It was really fucking quiet in the morning. We stayed in our cabin and slept in. You did. Yeah. Mr. Cat brought me coffee. Did you breakfast at all or did you? No. No breakfast. Yeah. So we are a little bit more morning people and well mr <laughs> mr cat mr. is Cat's a morning, a morning person, person too but we were not particularly sleeping in we would wake up and either grab breakfast at the buffet or there was a little cafe in the central park area and that was a great place to get breakfast well, i think i got up coffee. a couple mornings and met you guys over there but yeah so that was nice it was chill it was a great mm-hmm. place to recap any craziness that had happened the day before <laughs> to strategize about what we wanted to do during the day. We'd bring our little compass, you know, the daily activity mm-hmm. guide and and identify anything we wanted to do. So it was a, a chill way to start the morning. We did get better at sleeping in <laughs> as the cruise went on, but we were usually up at, at seven. And I so. think I was usually up at eight. Yeah. 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> but Mr. Cat would usually bring me some coffee and whatever breakfast items there were, he might bring me a little nibble. Okay. So after early morning, it was tough to get a space by the pool. So let's talk about the pool scene because the vast majority of activity in the morning into the late afternoon is all happening around the pool. pool. So actually it wasn't one pool, it was two pools, maybe three. three pools. (laughs) And they were all, you know, relatively big because you're on a cruise ship. So Pools aren't enormous compared to how many people there are, but (laughs) the pools got very crowded very fast. Mm -hmm. We were up early and all the chairs were already marked. Right. Way in advance. It was very hard to get a chair, one chair even, just to park our stuff. We were lucky if we could get two chairs together anywhere (laughs) by the pool that we wanted to be. And it did seem like after a couple of days, the pools kind of divided up into the different groups different groups so there was a we called it the hot pool but there was like a <laughs> pool that was hopping there was a lot of music skewed a little bit younger and it was more like the party scene mm-hmm. there was the older swingers pool where you know self-explanatory it was yeah there was still a lot group. of people there but mm-hmm. it was a slightly older group and yeah. it was a little more casual yeah. And then there was a pool where they had all the umbrellas set up and that was like more the quiet pool. That's where people went. <laughs> so like the solarium? hangover. No, they had the playroom set the up solarium. in the solarium. So we'll right. get to that. But yeah, three different pools. Each pool had a little bit of a different vibe and people tended to set up at the same pool. Which is actually perfect. Yeah, I mean, you're going to figure out who your people are and that's where you're going to go. Yeah. And that's yeah. nice. So that was good. I didn't like anything about the hot pool other than that there were people there it was like there was no umbrellas it was near the smoking section like it was there was a smoking section oh yeah yeah i didn't catch that you know it's outside so it's not so maybe it's not as in your face yeah still it was a very active scene from about it was 11 a.m until four and when i say it's harder to 
go up to people and talk to people, that's where I experienced it. Because that's usually where I have no problem, like a desire, going up to people and talking to people at the pool. That's where everybody's hanging out and having fun. But this was a little more clicky. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. I suppose if I had gone up to one of those groups, I don't know what would have happened. Maybe they would have been like, hey, who are you? Welcome. But it felt very enclosed. Like every group seemed like they were doing their own thing. It was a little harder. I should have just done it anyway. Yeah. Oh, so the pool was (laughs) full nude. Oh, yeah. I think I had said topless in the last episode, but it was actually- I was just topless. Well, I I stayed just topless too, but there were totally naked people Mm -hmm. and quite a lot of genital jewelry. (laughs) And I don't just mean piercings, right? I've seen genital piercings. There were like a a cock ring, but not, you know, like a cock ring. You think something that it's like a sex toy. This was like a silver ring at the head of someone's penis. It wasn't penis. I mean, I don't have a penis, but that sounds painful. Yeah. And there was one guy, his penis was all sort of like dressed up with a, <laughs> like a face and stuff. Bedazzled? Yeah. Oh, and there was um, body art painters on the ship. That was cool. It was very cool. And one guy, every single day, he was fully nude in full body paint. At one point, he was an elephant. <laughs> I remember that scene. And Some <laughs> different animal every day. It was like Pluto. <laughs> it yeah so there was quite a lot of genital adornment <laughs> happening very creative stuff genital adornment <laughs> much pasties oh, like many that. many pasties uh-huh. i'm not a pasty girl i'm not i've been a pasty girl from here, I, here I, and there i can see the value in it but it, it covers your nipples for the sun you know yeah, it's, that's like, it's true. good sunscreen there you go there was some like bedazzled type Oh, big time like jewelry all around, Mm -hmm. right? Rhinestones and colored jewels and stuff like that. All of it. It's cool. So people were dressed up. I feel like Desire It is much more casual pool Mm -hmm. scene. Mm -hmm. People might have their cute little thong bottoms on. This was like people in full makeup and dressed up. There were even some, there must have been some themes that Mm -hmm. were discussed at the pool. Because at one point I saw everybody was like in, Baywatch stuff, but like the naked version of Baywatch. I didn't catch that ahead of time. Yeah. Because I think that was on the itinerary somewhere. Yeah. Like Baywatch Day. I would have totally done that. Yeah. Yeah. So we missed out on the the pool theme (sighs) night theme. Oh my God. So many themes. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And you're already trying to like consolidate your luggage. Right. So I enjoyed the pool scene, but there wasn't a lot of shade. And I'm a total shade chaser. And People would get into the pool because it was hot. And at one point I looked over at the sign. It said maximum occupancy for the 14. pool was 14. <laughs> and there must have been 240 people in the pool. I, they needed to add a zero yeah, at least. Yeah. I called it swinger soup because <laughs> we're all shoulder to shoulder in the yeah. pool with our drinks, talking to people. It was a little overwhelming. And the boat was moving quite a lot. So I've been on a cruise before mm-hmm. and I've never felt it move this much yeah. like this cruise did. Yeah. I felt this cruise moving a lot. Yes. I was surprised by that because it's the biggest ship. You really shouldn't feel that much movement yeah. on that biggest ship, but it was moving a lot. Yes. Well, and we had a medical emergency, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I think part of the reason we were moving so much is we had to divert. We were trying to get somewhere fast. Yeah. For the medical emergency. So that was the pool scene. It was pretty naked. I, most most yeah. people were topless or naked. 
and got to be a pretty much a party scene by the end of the afternoon. There was music playing. There was not a lot of organized activities around the pool except no. the last the last, last day. two days, maybe yeah. the last day or so. That would have been better, I think, if they had had more of the playmakers doing some kind of interactive thing. Yeah. It was just you're at the pool. They had like your typical crews, like take a belly dancing class or do aerobics or something in the morning, really Mm -hmm. before most people were out at the pool. But other than that, it was pretty chill and drinking and hanging out. And then by the end of the afternoon, the music was getting louder and the people were getting a little bit more having fun. There was no sex happening anywhere around the pool. Right. It was all just conversation and nudity, but there was no sex. <laughs> vanilla nudity. Vanilla. I was going to have vanilla said, nudity. completely vanilla, but you're right. That's weird. Yeah. No sex happening yeah. around the pool, which is good. Just packed, just packed, packed, packed with people. So what after the pool scene... You know, most of the time people would come back, rest a little bit. Did she go to the gym at all? No. <laughs> and normally on a vacation, I do because yeah. it's just sort of one thing that you can do. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, when we go to Desire, we always go to the gym. Yeah. You go early before any of the activities are happening. It's something to do. It's something that, you know, it makes you feel good all day. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I, went, I didn't go. I went the- once. It was packed, but I went really early on the trip. Uh-huh. And people were saying, oh, if you go later in the trip, then it won't be that packed. But I know why. <laughs> Everybody it's... keeps it up on the first day or yeah, so. Yeah, that's right. And then it tapers yeah, I just, off. I didn't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful gem. Like it's a really nice gem on that ship. What I remember from Vanilla Cruises is that it's got these big windows overlooking the whole ocean. The and it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. But I didn't care. I was sleeping. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> I only made, made it once. Yes, yeah, so afternoon was all about the disco nap. But it was disco nap mean? Just and like nap so naps you can disco so you later, can party all night <laughs> for sure. And then the dinner experience was interesting. Interesting, yeah. So I always felt like we needed to wear regular clothes to dinner, but I was surprised to see like some super risque outfits at dinner. Oh yeah, like see through everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At one point, I saw a very nice staff member holding towels. And I was like, oh, why are you holding towels? She's like, oh, well, some people's um, dresses are a little bit short. And, and they so we're sit just on a handing towel. them a towel <laughs> just in case. Because nobody's wearing underwear on this it's So thoughtful of it them. Was, it was, she, was, she addressed it very politely, very nicely. But <laughs> I didn't need a towel. Did you need a towel? I did not. My dresses were not that short. <laughs> Yeah, that was so funny. So the dining options, you could go to a specialty restaurant. You could mm-hmm. go to the cafeteria. The and we did both of those. The cafeteria night. was not my cafeteria. least favorite. Yeah, thing. I mean, the buffet. Yeah. Right? And it's like any other cruise buffet. There's no ambiance to it. It was terrible. I, I don't want to say it was terrible because the food was okay, but it was just like, eh, it, wah, wah. It's, you know, it's a fueling station. Yeah. There's nothing sexy about it. Yeah. But if you need to eat at pretty much any time of the day, that is where you can go. And the food was decent. You're yeah. right. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was just that it was, yeah, it's a buffet. Yeah. Like hometown buffet or something like that. I agree. I didn't like it. Uh But we did check that out on one night and we did the specialty restaurants two nights, which was great. I have to say the main dining room was the most entertaining. 
It was great. Yes, uh, I'm so, a people watcher. Yeah. We are people watchers. And so you see all the people coming through in different outfits and mm-hmm. wow, like just a- amazing. They all needed towels. <laughs> a lot <laughs> there, of them. Yeah. So a lot of people came in their yeah. clothes. Other people came in not casual, casual, but cruise casual sure. wear. So you saw all different types. And some nights we ate together or mm-hmm. with friends. Our friend Lisa told us about randoms on the main. Yes, she coined the phrase randoms on the main. Main Which was basically dinner roulette. Yeah, so the main dining room was just called the main dining room, and it was like three levels of dining. And if you show up as a small group, just the two of you or a group of four in our case, they will seat you at a table for eight eight or ten, and you are sat with dinner table companions that you've never met before. Which was great. It was. It was a great opportunity to talk with people and get their life story. It's not necessarily a great place to make like a connection, like a play connection. Because it's super random. It's completely random. But it is a wonderful way to just get to know. I loved it. Yeah. I I thought that was really fun to just meet interesting people, like-minded people, whether or not you made that kind of connection. Not really, but- That's fine. I mean, just to hear their stories, it was great. I mean, at one point, Lisa and her hubby, they met like this couple in their late 60s. She looked just like Dolly Parton. She was awesome. And he looked like Paul Newman. Like they were this very attractive, but very old couple. They were hot. Oh my God, they were hot and confident. And we ran into them on the pool deck a a few days later. And they just had the most interesting. And everybody was all around them. Yeah. They were popular. Yeah. Yes, completely. <laughs> they were awesome. So yeah, it took us a while to do that, but I highly, highly recommend giving that a try at least one night to break out of your shell and meet new Had people. we tried it earlier, I think we would have done it more. Yeah, I think, I think so we, too. we did it maybe one or two nights. I think we would have done it almost every night. Totally. Because it was very entertaining. Yeah. For sure. So after dinner, there was usually something happening on the promenade. Yeah, the party started on the promenade. Yeah. Like inside. I would say is yeah. when things started. Yeah. So if you had an early dinner, unless you wanted to go to the show or the comedian or something, there wasn't a ton to do between dinner and 10 o'clock. The piano bar. Yeah. So we would get drinks and hang out at the piano bar. But And it was your stereotypical piano bar that you would expect. Oh, right? yeah. Totally. Like they were the piano bar singers. They mm-hmm. were into it mm-hmm. full on piano bar style. Lots of uh, Billy Joel and, <laughs> you know, all your favorites. <laughs> It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. But we ended up pushing our dinner back later and later Mm -hmm. just to get rid of that weird gap between like 8 and 10. But yeah, 10 o'clock, usually there was some big theme night. So what were some of the themes? There was the Mardi Gras. Glow night was my favorite. Glow night was amazing. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And that party was amazing. No, that was outside at the Aqua Theater. Yeah. So it felt like everybody dressed up for glow night. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. And it's fun. So lots of sparkly light up things. Lots of neon things are white. And they had the whole aqua theater with black lights and a DJ playing and and people up. And the aqua theater was so cool because it was at the back of the ship. But it was like an amphitheater. Mm -hmm. There were tiers to it. And you could be on the main floor, which was like the pool. Over the pool. They covered the pool with this big dance floor. And then there were all these tiers going 
way up, like a, yeah. a really steep incline. Yeah, but it was wide. It was probably six feet wide mm-hmm. of a step, basically. There weren't any on. chairs. You yeah, stood. They moved there were out. all these standing areas, and it was just like a bowl. Yeah. Right? It was Mm -hmm. so cool. It was very cool. And the space is surrounded by balconies too, room Mm -hmm. balconies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it felt like being on the inside of a globe. Yeah. And the music was great and people were so into it. It felt like a real collective experience, almost Mm -hmm. like we were all breathing together. You know, it felt like being one organism. It was very cool, very connected. That Uh, was my favorite night. I loved that so much. That was amazing. I liked Glow Night. There was, uh, what was the other one that that was super popular? There was Tropical. Mm -hmm. Tropical was the first night. A lot of people hadn't really even dug into their bags. So people participated the least in Tropical. It was so easy. Yeah. Tropical shirt. I think we had uh, grass skirts and bikini tops. It was on Mardi Gras night that they had all the balloons, right? That was fun. That was fun. So they dropped all the balloons. They did a big balloon drop. and Everybody was popping them with their heels. If you're easily triggered by loud noises, I would have probably (laughs) skipped that because it was like thousands of balloons popping constantly. That was a little bit intense. I actually, I have to say, I didn't love the promenade theme scene. It was a big social scene. It was a lot of the time that we connected with Tip and Rachel and their group happened on the promenade. But at one point, I kept getting bumped by people. And I turned around. And I was like, I feel like we're in a giant walkway. And Mr. Ams was like, it was a giant walkway. It's so called we the have promenade. to keep walking. <laughs> but I liked that part. Oh, because I found it a little like, overwhelming. I insulting. liked that part because that's where people are dressed in their costumes, but yeah. nobody's dancing yet. They're just mingling and talking. We probably walked around in circles a couple of times just to see everybody. And Whatever costume people were wearing, you could make conversation very easily. You liked it? I did. I liked that. I felt like that was the easiest place to meet people. Yeah. Harder on the at the pool. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I found it to be loud. It was loud. All of the little bars and stuff fed out onto the promenade. So right. there was like a Latin dance bar, which was Well, and you could fun. just sneak out of the main promenade into any little bar area yeah. and find some peace of quiet and a drink. Ish. Like- The Latin bar, the sound was bleeding into the promenade. The karaoke bar, the sound was bleeding into the promenade. And then there was different music playing in the promenade. So it felt like a cacophony. Like there was a ton of talking, there's a ton of music, and then there was different music playing from every single bar. So I was like ready to shut down because it was hard to hear people over all of that noise. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing my theme costume, but I'm not dancing. And I'm walking around in kind of ridiculous heels. I didn't like it. I'm glad you liked it. I did. Yeah. I I found it easy to talk to people. We're in our costumes. We're in our outfits. I love the outfits. I found it easier to make eye contact with someone and then go talk to them. Yeah. I I just thought it was fun. I liked that atmosphere. It didn't bother me at all. That's probably my least favorite. Yeah. But that's okay. To each his own. Yeah. I totally could have taken that time to do something else. I could have taken that time to nap. I could have taken that time to introvert a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. It was too loud for me. I get it. And my feet would start to hurt. And I was like ready to go to the disco. But the disco didn't open until midnight. I was late. So basically- Do they not know we like to be in bed by midnight? I know. 
I know. So I really had to pace myself in order to get past midnight because mm-hmm. a lot of the fun things were happening after midnight. The discotheque would open and the music would play. If I had one sort of complaint, it was like the same Music. Start at 11. Well, yeah, start at 11. Okay, Why do you have to start at midnight? We're but, not 20. Well, and it's interesting. The first few days, I was kind of looking around and going, these are really nice people, but I keep seeing people who are much older than me everywhere I go. Yeah, but there were plenty of people. Once we got into the day-to-day on the ship, I found lots of people that were all different ages. I think at first I thought, wow, there's a lot of older people on this cruise. But then I didn't find that once we got underway. Well, I just think I was keeping an old person's schedule. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Ams, you are beyond your years. That's right. I'm just an old, old soul. (laughs) But yeah, no, once the young people were like super sexy vampires, they only came out at night to dance. And so it was a lot of Find fun. each other. It was. A lot of fun things happened after midnight. Do you remember the silent? I did. There was uh, a- like, What do they call that? Silent rave? Silent- I don't know, with the headphones. <laughs> yeah. That was super fun. That and was it, fun. You could, silent dance party. Yeah. You could toggle. They gave you headphones. You could toggle between two different channels, yeah. basically, of music playing. And it was- That was weird. It was fun, but it was weird because if you took them off for a minute to go like to the bathroom or something, you were like- Oh, all these people are dancing. There's no music playing. They look so weird. It was cool, though. Yeah. I, I really liked that I a lot. I loved it. I thought it. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, totally. And that did happen earlier. But most of the disco stuff happened after midnight. And, you know, a lot of the hooking up happened after midnight. And, of course, the big play area didn't open until 11, right? Mm-hmm. So a little bit more about the play area. You walked through it, right? Mm-hmm. Through? Mm-hmm. No, you mm-hmm. never walked through it? No, because in order to go into the play area, you had to take off all your clothes. Well, I mean, It'd before be it was completely. open, did you walk through it? Well, we looked at it from above. I don't think we walked through it. You never it. walked through it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was set up in the solarium mm-hmm. area, you know, for anyone who's familiar with the ship. And there were 40, 50, four poster beds with curtains, like gauzy curtains draped around the beds. They looked beautiful and clean and safe. No complaints there. And then the solarium itself has two big hot tubs and a big sort of open couch area where people could hang out. And then there was a second level that overlooked the main play area, which probably had 10 or 15 beds. And that is where at nighttime when the, the where we were able were open, to look down and see it all we yeah, yeah we and i think next year i might venture into that area but i don't want to take all my clothes off just to go in yeah they literally would give you a bag and they're like get naked to walk completely around. i mean by yeah, 11 I o'clock like to walk o'clock. through and see what the vibe is and see where, if this is where i want to be and then you know as you decide to play somewhere some clothes come off and that's a lot of fun. I've never been to a play space where you had to take off all your clothes before you could even go in. I didn't like that either. But I also just don't want to play in a playroom after 11 o'clock at night. Like it's just not my scene. And I checked it out for the podcast really more than anything else, but Mm -hmm. I kind of knew I wasn't going to want to play in the space. So all the play that we did happened in our cabin. Yeah. Let's back it up a little bit. How about making new connections with the idea that play would happen? I didn't really make a lot of new connections for play. Why? Was it intentional or just 
it wasn't happening. I have to make a connection with someone. You know, yeah. I'm not quick to do that. Yeah. So probably next time I will acclimate myself much quicker. You know, it took me at least three days just to get the vibe of the ship. You know, yeah. the, I was so overwhelmed by just the sheer numbers of people. You would talk to someone and then you wouldn't see them again because it's so big. That was really hard. I'm more of a connection maker. I I like someone for their personality and their cuteness. And then I connect and then I talk. And then, you know, tomorrow I... Typical MO for a place like Desire. You meet people on the, your first day and you one. start to have a conversation. And then the next day, maybe that conversation gets a little bit more flirty. And then like the day after that, play, you're ready play, to play. play. Right. Yeah. And to, to make those like three connections in a row, very, very... Tough. Even on the second day, you could play, but... On the ship, you couldn't even find the yeah. same couple. And <laughs> I found that a lot of the guys had a similar look. Tell me more. <laughs> it was terrible. You know, they had that scruffy beard a little bit. And like, they all looked good. But yeah. they looked a lot of, there were a lot of similarities. Oh, you mean you had trouble like, is this the guy I was <laughs> Is this the guy I was flirting with? Earlier? I don't know. I can't remember. He's cute. Oh, I'll just flirt with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's terrible, right? That's hilarious. Oh, it's that that look. It's sexy. It looks yeah. good. It definitely attracts me. I like it. That little scruffy, scruffiness on the beard and yeah. nice physique. They all had nice physique, scruffy beard, about the same height. Okay, wait, which one are you? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> and they're all wearing sunglasses. Well, yeah, it's sunny. But you know, it that's the other to, part. It's yeah. harder to make a connection with someone yeah. who's wearing sunglasses. It did feel like it was harder to get to know people and to reach cross that threshold of getting to know someone, getting attracted to someone. And I would agree it took three days or so to, I don't know, shift my mindset that I wasn't going to connect with people in the same way that I connected with them at a resort. Mm -hmm. And I did shift that mindset and kind of realized I was going to have to be more direct. I was going to have to except that I just want to have a play experience and sometimes good enough is good enough. Um, which I was, can't find that guy I was flirting with, but you'll do. Yeah. And that, no. that ha- it did, it happened, but it wasn't like I wasn't felt like any that. pressure to do it. I was like, you know what? I'd really like to have a play experience. And, you know, I had Mr. Amps with me. He's like my best teammate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was fun. It was sexy. Would I necessarily play with that person under other circumstances? Maybe, maybe not. I didn't know them that well, mm-hmm. but there was no play basically outside of the four of us that happened in the first four or five days. Yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> fuck fest. Uh, I know. The last and couple the last... of days, it was like, okay, we need to make some things happen here. Yeah. And Mr. Cat and I did play with a couple and yeah. they were super fun, super hot. And They're actually, awesome. I'm the one who put it out there. Yes. I know. I was so proud of myself. You would have been so proud. I was so I proud used, of you. I used my words and I was yeah. like, would you guys be interested in playing with us? Yeah. And I was like, hell yes. So that made it happen. I don't know if they would have asked. Maybe they would have, but I just put it out there. Well, it's not just like, okay, finding who you want to play with. It's also making those overtures. Like you couldn't be subtle. No. Subtle wasn't going to cut it Mm-mm. on the ship. You have to be really direct. I'm speaking to you, ladies. Like, oh, I thought you were speaking to me because well, I was at the time. I have I a I have you. a really strong flirt game. Mm-hmm. Like I can flirt with someone and make them do the thing, mm-hmm. right? I don't usually have to ask. I yeah. let them know easily yeah. that I'm interested to where they ask, and then I can say yes. Yeah. 
But I wasn't on this, working no, on the ship. Yeah. Trip. I had to be the one to put it out there. There was one dinner or something. We were all sitting together and talking about it. And I was like, you know, we had just had our first play experience. Mm-hmm. So we, nope, second play experience. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we played with two other couples other than mm-hmm. you guys on the ship. But the second couple we played with twice and we played with them the first time. And then we're all sitting down. I'm like, you know what? This happened because I said, Hey, you guys are super cute. If you want to play, I don't know, in Let's do it. 30 minutes, we're going up to our room. This is our room number. They're like, yeah, totally. Give us, you know, a few minutes, take a shower and we'll be there. Yeah. And we're all sitting, you and Mr. Cat, Mr. Abs, we're uh-huh. all sitting at dinner. I'm like, this happens when I say, do you Let's guys do play? it. Right. I mean, you just have to not be afraid of rejection. And the two couples we played with both times, I was like, it was me. Who initiated. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it is we're a relatively attractive couple. We've got a podcast. People are starting to know about that more. So we're kind of intimidating. And if you don't ask, you don't get what you want necessarily. Mm -hmm. And so you have to just put your big girl panties on and ask. And you might get rejected. Right. That's not so bad. I've gotten rejected. It's not the end of the world. Like you think it's going to be the end of the world. It's not that bad. I kind of assume (laughs) it's not me. It's never you. It's not me. Come on. There's something else going on. That's right. There. <laughs> like, I, I'm surprised every time that it's happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's something else. Something it's, it's not me. No, it's <laughs> totally not you. No, trust me. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot, like a lot of fun. And we had a mm-hmm. lot of different. Um, I did have a favorite play experience. Oh, yeah. You, went to I, I, you were busy. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. So I had a little encore with our second couple. <laughs> so we were supposed to meet for drinks somewhere and me and Mr. Cat mm-hmm. and Mr. Am showed up and he said, um, I don't think Am's going to join us. She's sort of uh, otherwise engaged. Yes. And I looked at the two of them and I think Mr. Cat probably said like, well, what are we going to do? And I was like, I know what we could do. <laughs> and we immediately made a beeline for our cabin. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah. You were right next door. I know. We could hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Could you hear me? I don't think so. No. No. You didn't even know. I heard the door open and shut at one point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I bet they can hear us. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was just you and Mr. Cat. And I didn't realize. No. You had my lovely We made the best of that time. That's awesome. That was really fun. Yeah. I might save that experience for a hot tail. For a proper hot tail. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was was really, really good. Yeah. So we stuck with with cabin play. And actually, Mr. Ams and I both had independent experiences. And I thought it would be difficult to navigate like the cabin. But it really wasn't. We managed that really well. And it can be tricky in this situation where there's so much going on and there's so many people to make sure you and your partner are on the same page, especially when you're not doing the same thing. Well, I think we're really good at talking about these things ahead of time. Like, okay, what are you okay with on this trip? And what am I okay with? Yeah. And Mr. Cat and I have come to a point where we realize that the four-way connection, especially on a short trip, is really difficult. It can be hard to find. And so if he is really excited about a woman and I'm not thrilled or, you know, with the guy, if he can make that happen, Go, baby. Have fun. That's great. Yet another reason to have friends on the ship because (laughs) in both cases, our friends were kind of keeping our partner partners occupied. I kept Mr. Ams very occupied. I bet you did. Yeah. 
Bet you You're thanks, welcome. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the play was super was fun great. and super like on the last two or three days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the first like three or four were like, what are we doing? I mean, we still had fun with each other. It was hard you to know, harder to navigate. It was, but I feel like next, next up, time. And again, we had such a great time. Yeah. We have booked in for 2022, which is going to be on a celebrity ship and a smaller ship, which I'm excited about. It looks I, off the it, hook. I thought this ship was too big. This is not my favorite ship. I've been on Royal Caribbean's cruises mm-hmm. with family. Yeah. And the cruise line or the ship that's just below the yeah. Oasis class, the Freedom, a much better experience. Mm. It's not the biggest ship, but it still has the promenade. Mm-hmm. But it has one big pool yeah. and everybody is around that pool. So everything that's happening is happening right there. You don't miss out on anything and everybody's yeah. together. Yeah. I think we're going to like the smaller ship better. Better. Well, this will be my first time sailing on Celebrity. So Mine too. And it looks just Beautiful. luxurious. Yeah, you have to book. Book soon though, because yeah. they're booking up. And yeah. we do have a promo code or something. Yeah, don't we? we do. Yeah, if you check the show notes and you book through us, we'll, we will make sure you get some cool swag. swag. And we'll host a little we've private got swag event. now. All right, let's take a little break. And when we come back, just the tips. And we're back. Okay, Ams, we're down to just the tips. Just the tips. All right. Tip number one, meet people ahead of time. Make friends ahead of time. Yeah, those Facebook groups are really a good idea. Yeah. Really a good idea. You're going to have to book pretty far in advance, most likely. So there's plenty of opportunity to connect with people on Facebook, Cassidy, SLS. There's a lot of people who include in their profiles the fact that they're going to the Bliss Cruise. But, you know, it is tough to navigate once you're on the ship. So take the time to connect with people ahead of time. And there's a SIG for everyone. That's right. <laughs> Special interest group. Woo! Yeah. Learned a new term on the last episode. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Mr. Ams did a lot of that. He was she cracking did. me up. Like he was constantly sending us like, look at this couple and we're going to meet this couple and I've talked to this couple. He was good at that. Yeah. Totally. And you know, some of the fun of going on a trip is, is the anticipation. Yeah. For me, it's it's a big deal. And there's plenty of opportunities to do that. So start your vacation early and connect in, host a meet and greet in your local area. If there's like a lot of people who are going on the ship, if you live in a major metropolitan area, that's probably the case. So Mm -hmm. use it as the ultimate icebreaker for meeting new people ahead of time. I love it. How about number two? Tip number two. Try to put together a group of friends to go. <laughs> yeah. I do think it it is better to go with some friends. It would have been a completely different trip had we not known Tiff and Rachel and their amazing group of friends. Yeah. That made the trip for me. I yep. mean, meeting them, they were so sweet, so gracious. Yeah. They included us in everything. That made it a lot of fun to just know people already. And I we agree. only met them the night before. We boarded, but Mm -hmm. everybody was so great at their party. I I just felt completely included. I agree. It was a great way to get to know them better and to feel Mm -hmm. like we always had something to do if we we wanted to hang out with them. Now, the benefit to (laughs) 
looking through us is you become our friends. That's right. But a corollary to that is take the time to meet new people when you get on the ship. Do the the randoms on the main. Do the randoms (laughs) on the main. The dining roulette. Branch out a little bit. These are the most interesting people you'll ever ever met. So don't just hang with your friends. Take the time to meet some new people. You will become a more well-rounded person. A more well-rounded swinger. Yes. (laughs) We like like our well-rounded swingers. I think swingers, by definition, we are well-rounded. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure there's some assholes out there, but totally most of the people that I meet, almost without exception, are really kind, open, thoughtful, generous. And it was a little harder to get that vibe on the cruise, Mm -hmm. I think, because it's just Just so so many people. people. But we broke into a conversation on literally the last morning as we're like shoving scrambled eggs in our mouth. Darn, I wish we'd have had that conversation three days ago. Yeah. Because you're cute. It was actually really adorable. We're talking and just about like, how much sex must have happened on the the ship. And they're like, yeah, that old sex ed that they used to tell us that you're not just sleeping with the person you're sleeping with, you're sleeping with everybody that that person slept with. And I looked at Mr. Ams and I was like, high five. (laughs) (laughs) But they were super sweet. We had a great little conversation just sitting next to somebody random for Uh breakfast. Uh So yeah. Okay. And what is tip number three? Use your words. Use your motherfucking words. It seems like that's always one of the tips. Yeah, it is our motto. I feel like if play's going to happen, it's up to the women, right? We if we're not on board, it's not going to happen. Control. And if we're on board, it's a go. And yeah. so we need to we need to put that out there. On this kind of trip in particular, the sort of subtle flirt dance, didn't work. It didn't work because you weren't going to randomly bump into the same people over and over again. And it's kind of loud and it's kind of chaotic. And so if you're interested, let the person know directly that you're interested and complete with time and location and line that shit up. Be a grown up. Be brave. You're so good at the happy hour. Playtime. Well, and so that's really this stems from the fact that I don't like playing at midnight. I don't like playing at 1 a.m. And the culture is to play late at night. Mm -hmm. So if I want to have a play experience, I have to be like, hey, it's 430. (laughs) Let's make this happen before dinner. (laughs) Let's get our freak on. Um, and it and yeah. it works, and usually people are so fucking grateful to be playing. <laughs> Thank God we're going to play early. before dinner because yes. I just really want to crash after the dance party. Yes, so I'm very swinger countercultural, <laughs> and that I want to have my happy hour play dates. But it works. It works, and you can get what you want. Like it's a very festive environment. People are pretty open to play, and so. you have all your energy at that time. Yes. It's much better sex. And what are we going to do between like six and now eight, nine o'clock when we're having dinner? Because we pushed our dinner back so far. We've got hours in the middle of the day when we're done at the pool, but we're not quite ready for dinner. Yeah. You know what? That wasted sort of like eight to 10. That would have been a great time. Eight to 10? Eight to 10. Nothing was happening between eight eight dinner. Well, we were eating dinner at we eight were, o'clock. Well, that's we ended up pushing. It's dinner the late. five to eight time, five to seven. So I think <laughs> sleep at four, eat at six, play at eight, 
and then party Dance until at you 10. drop. Yes. Okay. And then in bed by midnight like Cinderella. <laughs> that is my perfect cruise experience. We should put that on the itinerary. That's what's going in the fucking compass. <laughs> Am says. Play the hot wives way. The two hot wives way. That's right. So there you have it. That is the end of season two. I can't believe it's come to an end already. I know. What are we going to do? Relax a little we're bit. We're going to take a fucking break. I don't know that we're taking so much of a break. No, we're not. We're still going to be busy little bees. Yeah. But we cannot wait to reconnect with all of you for season three. I'm excited about season three. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I don't know what there's left to do. There's a lot. Oh, there's so much left. There's so much left. All right. Until then. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Elder Smith. What is that from? It's a book about America a long, long time ago. Oh, my God. It's from the Book of Mormon. Oh, I want to see that. It's so fucking good. I would love that. We should go see that. And it keeps getting better every time I listen to it. At first, I was like, wow, this is mildly offensive. And then you listen to it, and you're like, oh. It's super offensive. It's it's hilarious. completely offensive and also a work of fucking genius. Oh, my God.